Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Kropp. And good morning, everybody. It's Friday, and you know what that means here on Political Coffee. It means you get to call and talk about anything political that you want to talk about today. And it's uh, all things are on the table, not what I'm, and I got a lot of stuff, but doesn't mean that it's um, it's what you want to talk about. So I give you the grace as your benevolent dictator, talk show host, to call, call and talk about whatever you want to talk about today. And it's really easy. Just pick up the phone and call 503-589-1220. That's the power of Buke GMC Talk Line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm. Dot news. Boy, is there a lot of stuff out there. You know the purpose of this show. You know what it is, right? purpose of this show is, you know, to talk about the political issues of the day in a manner that just helps you have persuasive conversations with persuadable people. Because that's how we get around the brainwashing of our kids in education from kindergarten right on up to college. It's how we get around woke and going broke boardrooms that have gone leftist. It's how we get around the mainstream media and social media that is decidedly leftist. It's how we get around the leftist activities of government, government agencies. It's you and I. One person at a time. So there really is a lot of stuff to talk about out there. I think chief among them is not not just the Joe Biden appointment. You know, the, it's three locations now and probably more that will find classified sensitive documents that he illegally had in his possession. Because he wasn't president, he couldn't declassify anything like Trump could. That's a major difference, to be sure. But also, it's just as we talked about before, it's the treatment. The treatment of the archives, the bureaucracy. So, I mean, it was very different between Trump and Biden so far. Merritt Garland had no choice. He had to appoint a special counsel. Now, the question is, is the fix already in with the special counsel? Is the special counsel is FBI Director Chris Ray's buddy. They served in the same law firm with him. It was Rod Rosenstein. Remember him? You know, the guy that facilitated all the fake Russia hoax who's never been held accountable for it, undermined Trump at every chance he could get? Yeah. Is the fix in? But here's the question that I find most interesting, and I want to pose this to you today. In fact, there's two really good questions I want to pose to you today. Well, actually three, but here's the first one. Who's behind the leak 
of all of these the revelations about Biden's top seat secret document. Discovering them. Stashes. Highly classified documents. Who's behind it? Now, I want you to think about this. Larry Johnson, the CIA guy, uh, who has poo-pooed Mike Lindell's evidence uh, that was brought forward, you know, the CIA programs. I would understand that he would. He's a CIA defender, former CIA guy. But every now and then, even a blind squirrel finds a nut. Even a broken clock is right twice a day. And Larry Johnson can be right, too. Because he asks the obvious question. Who's behind it? Who does it benefit? Let me ask you. I mean, this is a question you could ask someone in your circle of influence. Maybe you guys start talking about this. Who does it benefit? Who does it benefit to have Joe Biden exposed? In fact, I just saw a Fox business headline as I have it on in in my studio here. I just saw this headline and it says, The White House press corps turns on Biden. Who's behind that? Why would that happen? I mean, are they like, are they nothing more than piranha who smell blood in the water and they start tearing at Biden's flesh? Who does that benefit? And who's behind it? Again, as I told you yesterday, if you listen to Steve Bannon, and Bannon's very plugged in along with numerous other people, to both D.C. and people in D.C. that have off-the-record conversations, how we say. He says Obama, through his, well, people like Susan Rice are really running the O'Biden, as I call it, regime. And I think they're probably right. Does this benefit Obama? Does it benefit Kamala Harris. I mean, it's obvious that this information was was manipulated. There's no question about that. But who is behind it and who does it benefit? Why is the information being leaked now? Who let the cat out of the bag? Larry Johnson writes. He writes... The discovery that Joe Biden had multiple stashes of highly classified documents begs a few salient questions that nobody, to the best of my knowledge, has answered. When were they discovered? Who discovered them? And why is this information being leaked now? It was not the White House coming forward with a mea culpa. Some person or persons in the deep state let this top secret cat out of the bag. Is it possible that they were discovered well before the raid on Trump in August? Was the Trump raid laying a predicate of sorts to provide damage control when the Biden collection was exposed? Maybe. He writes, but there's a huge difference between Trump's documents and Biden's. Trump had ultimate authority as president to classify and declassify documents. Even though a document might bear a TS marking top secret, if Trump declassified it, then it was no longer classified. Biden had zero authority to declassify. Zilch, nada. 
And then he goes on to talk about another important difference, which we somebody else noted. That was the, how the National Archives was notified, blah, blah, blah. But let's just, and, and he goes on to say that he had held top secret SCI clearances. He said, I had TK, Umbra, and Gamma, not testament, whatever the heck those are. That means I had access to raw material produced by the CIA, NSA, state, DIA, DOD, NEMA, and NRO. I also had access to finished intelligence, a product produced by analysts using the raw material. I am willing to wager that Biden did not have any TS or raw intelligence. That stuff is not very useful by itself. I believe that Trump's formally classified material included evidence of CIA and FBI activities to sabotage his presidency. For example, copies of CIA message traffic between headquarters and the CIA station chief of London, Gina Haspel. Oh, there's a name that remembers. Hmm? Didn't Trump appoint her as CIA director? Asking the Brits to conduct collection on members of the Trump team or reports on such collection. That material is kryptonite for the deep state. Then he goes on to speculate about what has Biden got squirreled away. Biden's request on business partners, Ukraine, China, Kazakhstan. But he goes, the the point of this, the, the deep state might be seriously worried about the confused, demented old man but not worried about him enough that they wouldn't scapegoat him and shuttle him to the exit. Biden's team won't be able to bury the damaging revelations that will emerge from various investigations that Speaker McCarthy has green lit. And do not forget the dozens of FBI whistleblowers that have gone to Republicans and provided them with damning ammunition. If the CIA, now this is the key, it's his concluding sentence here. If the CIA and FBI come to believe that their very existence is at risk, do not be surprised if Joe Biden becomes the ritual sacrifice and is jettisoned from office. So if that's the case, the deep state is doing so to preserve their own existence. Who does that benefit? Does it benefit Obama? Now, why would it benefit Obama? Hmm? Lots of noise about Michelle Obama running for the presidency. Does it benefit Kamala Harris. I don't think for a minute that she is behind any of this. Does it benefit Gavin Newsom? Who's pulling the levers? Is it really the deep state? Who would they coronate to be the next president? Also, on another story, Lisa Marie Presley, as you know, passed away from a heart attack. J.D. Rucker writes a piece today. It's in the Liberty Daily. Travis Tritt, country singer, says what everyone's thinking. 
Was it the shot that caused her to have such a premature death? He wrote, this is unbelievably sad. How many more of these premature deaths have to happen before people start to question what the cause is? That's right. At some point, and and this is what Rucker says, and and I think that he's right. At some point, we expect that there will be so many of these incidences that even corporate media and our own government will have to acknowledge them. In the meantime, we will continue to be attacked by those on both sides of the political aisle who feel asking the question is taboo. There's another story here, and thanks, Timothy, for sending it to me by email. Emails, by the way, to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. Can vaccines make our body magnetic? Well, apparently, there are those who believe it can. What? And then Illinois. The Illinois law that Governor Pritzker there, leftist billionaire, Signed into law is an assault weapons ban and registration scheme. Many sheriffs there have said they, like in Oregon, are not going to comply. What does that mean? In fact, Son of Almighty sends me an email about that. Forces owners, no, it's voluntary. Like FDR telling folks they had to turn in their gold. Utter nonsense. But people do what they're told. Banning weapons is not law. It's a violation of law. That's right. More uh, as we come back, folks. It is Freedom Friday. And a great email from Linda, who agrees with me about who benefits from the deep state leaking all of this information about Biden's Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 22 minutes past the top of the hour. Great to have you with us on Freedom Friday. That means you can call and talk about whatever you want to talk about politically. Doesn't have to be what's on my plate today. And boy, I got a lot, but you know I almost always do, don't you? Of course, somehow I just dismissed all of it from my computer screen. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Linda writes an email. By the way, if you want to call, it's 503-589-1220. That is the Power of Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Oh, emails to Jeff at 1220.am. Jeff at kslm.news. Um, boy, there's a lot to talk about there, but I, I do want to get to who, who benefits from all of the deep state disclosures of leaking that, well, yeah, Joe Biden had all of these documents illegally in various locations that had been moved around for some time, right? Who benefits from that? You got to think way ahead of what the news media, including Fox, is telling you. Frankly, everybody's telling you. Linda says this watch, it's Michelle Obama. That's who benefits. 
Mr. Obama and Susan Rice are my nominees. Yep, you're right. I think so, too. Got a great email from Paul that I, about the fair tax versus flat tax, and I will read it because he asked me to after the bottom of the hour. I want to, you know, come back and talk about that just momentarily because I think it is, you know, in, it's a really long shot. I don't see this happening because I don't think we get the votes in the Republican House of Representatives, and I certainly don't think Schumer would pass it over in the Senate. But the idea of abolishing the IRS and abolishing the income tax and putting in place basically a national sales tax. Are we ready for that? You know, we talked about that the other day. I think it could be. I think it could be that we are ready for it. We'll talk about that at the bottom of the hour here. 503-589-1220. By the way, there has been a bill. This is on the um, Oregon Watchdog. There's a bill to prohibit local natural gas bans. Senator Lynn Findlay, one of the traitors, he's a Republican, who refused to walk out and then proudly went home and thumped his chest about how much he supports the Second Amendment while he refused to walk out to stop another damaging gun bill passing. Yeah, that guy. Every now and then again, like I said, a blind squirrel finds a nut. A broken clock is right twice a day. He's introduced a bill that will say, or that does say, Senate Bill 647, which would prohibit local natural gas bans. Okay, that's a good thing. The insanity of, and it's timely, of course, the insanity of the Biden administration coming after our gas cooking stoves is just that. It's insane. They went way too far. Maybe this is something that is timely enough that it might even get discussed, even heard in a Democrat-controlled Senate. Would it ever pass? Yeah, probably not. But it's interesting to speculate. Hey, I want to thank uh, Power Honda for being one of our sponsors. You know, the Power Auto Group, Power Buick GMC, they sponsor our talk line, our call-in line that allows you to call, like right now, 503-589-1220, which is that Power Buick GMC talk line, right? They sponsor that. Power Honda is down in Albany, and they specifically help sponsor this radio show, and we're very grateful for that. So why don't you, if you just, you know, sometimes the car, it just becomes evident. Man, you're putting a lot of money into an older car, and, and you go, I got to get something new. Maybe it's something new and reliable for your daughter, who's maybe ready to re- you know, start driving. How about your wife? You're looking for new or pre-owned. Why don't you check out Power Honda down in Albany? Check out everything they have at MyPowerHonda.com. That's MyPowerHonda.com. So, does 
does getting the jab also make you magnetic? Now, I think this is a little bit of a stretch, except we're finding that I guess the mRNA vaccines have metals in them. Now, this is a story written. It's the McGill Office for Science and Society. And his headline, Can Vaccines Make Our Bodies Magnetic? Proponents of the COVID-19 vaccines, magnetic effects, say they're due to those nasty microchips that Bill Gates has engineered into the vaccine to make us all pawns in some massive wireless chess game. Needless to say, these microchips communicate with 5G cell towers and not to our advantage. Now, this guy's poo-pooing. This is what you need to know. But it's an interesting thought. Do we really know in these vaccines? We do know the cause and effect that it's having on a lot of a lot of young athletes who are dropping dead in high school and in college and in professional sports and celebrities like Lisa Marie Presley. Any word on whether she was really vaccinated? Somebody will figure it out. It's a question that needs to be asked. Another reason for you to just say no thanks. I'll take my chances with the China flu. Back in a moment at 6.30. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Twenty-three minutes before the top of the hour. Great to have you with us on Freedom Friday. That means you can call. Freedom Friday means you can literally just call and talk about whatever you want to talk about politically. It doesn't have to be what's on my plate today. And I've got a lot been talking about it. I want to throw something else out to you. There's a story in the um, the Federalist today by not a by I either an establishment Republican by the name of Michael O'Shea or or someone who who just doesn't believe that our elections can be stolen. He writes a piece called Can Republicans Still Win National Elections? Now, we know they can win at the local level because we had some great wins here, in, even in very blue Oregon. National elections. It's an interesting question, and he poses some thoughtful parts of it. Can they win national elections? Now, if you think that national elections are fair and free and open, then you're, well, you're not looking at the actual data, number one. And number two is you're not looking at public opinion. And number three is you're not looking at evidence that they aren't free or they aren't fair more of that will come forward with time but are there issues that can move those so-called swing voters move them enough so that an election 
can't be stolen, even in a place like Oregon. Yeah, I think so. I think there are, and I think we've seen that. This is why all politics is local is true. It really is. And you have to look no further. And Tim, hang on, I'm going to get to you in a second. It's Freedom Friday, 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. I will get to Paul's email about the fair versus the flat tax. You only have to look at the example. Jim Thatcher, Kevin Mannix, and Tracy Kramer all three of which won a Senate seat and two House seats in districts that were drawn purposefully to be Democrat. Now, why is that? Well, there's a number of reasons why. But my point is that if you have elections that are fair at the local level, we can pick up school board seats, we can pick up commission seats. By the way, we did. We picked up two County commission seats in Lane County with two conservatives. One of them is a good friend of mine that I go church with. It can happen. It did happen, folks. The question is why, and can those same reasons be translated literally into national politics? I think it can. The question is, will it? That's the greater question. Don't you think? So before we go to Tim, got to remind you, Freedom Heating and Air can keep you warm, even though temperatures have been you know, relatively mild here the last few days in January. You know a cold spell's coming. There always is, and there's going to be. You know it. So just do yourself a big favor. Be comfortable in your home or your business by calling Freedom Heating and Air if you're not comfortable in your home or your business. Because your heating system just is not keeping up. Give them a call. They'll come out and assess whatever might be the issue. Talk it over with you how to fix it. And you'll be really happy. It's how they built such a great business for 50 years in the Mid-Valley. Freedomheatingandair.net. That's their website. You can look at all the great services and their blog. And how you can even request an estimate. Freedomheatingandair.net. It's all one word. Freedomheatingandair.net. Or just call them, 503-580-1456-580-1456. Let's go to Tim. Tim, good morning. Thanks for hanging on. Your thoughts today on Freedom Friday. Good morning, Jeff. I want to take a minute to uh, talk about an article that was in uh, Mid-Valley on Sunday in the uh, Statesman okay. Journal. Okay. It talks about a tax spurs uh, questions at Mineral Brown Park. I'm getting a lot of uh, feedback, so I'll try to do this well. Uh, I testified at the Oregon Capitol, and what I told them was that my father taught me that every woman was someone's daughter. Treat her the same way that you would as a father. And I told him, don't take away my last resort. In this article, it talks about a, a man that attacked a woman in the park. And we have 90 parks, park properties, and we have one park ranger. I would like to know how someone's, some lady, uh, doesn't support my right to have a weapon 
or a gun so I can help protect. Thank you, Joe. So it's a great question. Um, and, and let me answer it uh, this way. Tim, very thoughtfully, uh, and I mean that sincerely, folks, um, has posed a question that gets to the heart of an emotional issue. And he's done it by stirring another emotion that is very much the same emotion that the gun grabbers are using. And by that, I mean this. The gun grabbers use the emotion of keeping us safe from bad guys with guns or just keeping us safe from people with guns. They don't make any distinction. In fact, they go out of their way not to talk about the bad guys with guns. More or less. Because everything that they propose only stops a good guy with a gun from protecting an innocent person, just like Tim talks. So they rely on emotion to say, look, our kids are in danger. We're all in danger because there's all these guns out there. That's an emotional thing. Tim has boiled it down to something that you can use in your conversations because the gun issue isn't going away. You know that this Democrat-controlled legislature is going to push it again. Wouldn't be any surprise to me that they try an assault weapons ban or they try to pass the various elements that are in Measure 114 or try to repass Measure 114. And by the way, they don't need a governor to sign that. That would be a legislative referral from the House and the Senate. This issue is not going away. So we need to be able to respond emotionally. And Tim just hit the nail on the head, friends. Again, nothing is more important to a man. It's our nature. God created us with this desire innately within us as human beings to always protect our mothers, our wives, and our daughters, protect women, even strangers. In a circumstance, like the video the other guy, uh, other day of, of the guy in Houston uh, who pulls out his gun and kills a robber who is literally threatening people in a restaurant with a gun. Shoots the guy dead. You see the video of it. Now, a George Soros DA has impaneled a grand jury to go after this guy, this citizen, who protected the lives of others. Tim has emotionalized the argument in the way that you could. And it's simply to, to say this. I was taught to protect my mother, my sister, and now my wife and my daughters by any means possible from bad people, whether it's with a gun, a knife, bear spray, a baseball bat, whatever. And if you take away or infringe on my right to own a gun, to protect my wife, my daughter, my mother, 
then you've gone way too far. Why would you do that? Because that's what Measure 114 does. That's what a lot of these so-called emotional do-gooder bills or initiatives or ideas, that's what they purport to do. But in the end, they actually hurt my right to protect someone I love. Why would you do that? That's an emotional argument. And it gets people to thinking. And I think it's every bit as powerful is the argument that, well, we got to take away all these guns because they're hurting our kids. The guns that are hurting your kids are the guns that the gangbangers are using. Or the guns that some whacked out kid takes to a school, like Uvalde. Doesn't matter how many times you try to lock up guns, a bad guy's, a bad guy's gonna find a way to get one. Or he's gonna find a way to kill you with a knife or a car back in a moment, 640. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 10 minutes till the top of the hour. Gary uh, is on the line. We will talk with him in a momento. Got a text from Anne Marie says, you're right. Thanks for saying all of that about protecting mother, wife, and sister. Tim hit the nail on the head in his testimony. Each of us have a mother. Many of us have wives or have had wives. Many of us have sisters. Many of us have daughters. We as men have an innate nature or God-inspired, depending on your viewpoint, Desire as men, obligation, duty to protect innocent life, especially female innocent life in our world. And why would you want to do anything that prohibits my ability to do that, whether it's with a gun or bear spray or a knife or anything? I have a human right to defend my own life, and I have a human right an innate desire and a duty to defend the lives, the females around me. So don't do anything. Now, I'm going to get to the fair tax versus flat tax um, email from Paul in a moment. Got to remind you, Rebecca Donaldson is an award-winning real estate broker for a reason. She won best of the Willamette Valley because she's good at what she does. And that benefits you a lot of ways if you're thinking about buying or selling a home. So give her a call. 503-269-0747. Or check out her website, rebeccasgothouses.com. Rebeccasgothouses.com. Let's go to Gary. Gary, good morning. Your thoughts on Freedom Friday. What's on your mind? 
Hey, go Ducks. How you doing, Jeff? Go, I'm good. Looks like uh, looks like Lisa Marie Presley died from the vax. Now, do you know she got the shot? Do you know I'm she sure did? she did. If, you, if you're in California and you want to go to any event, uh, you have to have the shot. So, yeah, and just it, uh, a few it, days ago, sure she was at the did. Golden Globe Awards. Yeah, that's right. You know, you're not going to be able to get into anything over the last three years unless you've had it. And she dies of a sudden heart attack. And then yesterday, a 42-year-old football ex-football player uh, fell over dead of a heart attack um, down in Georgia, I think it was. That's right. Uh, and then, of course, that uh, we haven't heard the uh, the the results of the the kid that died on Monday night, or didn't die, but uh, had the heart attack on Monday night football. Uh, all they said is he's been released and uh, didn't say what the cause or what the condition of the heart or anything is. When are when are people going to start really asking questions? I mean, why are we so cowed? And into not being able to ask these questions. You're supposed to respect the dead or whatever. And I think respecting the dead is finding out what's killing them. I think you're absolutely right. But I got to tell you, the catalyst for the answer to the question you just asked, I think, is, to be honest with you, Elon Musk. What he's releasing yeah. of these Twitter files about the government illegally censoring speech by working and paying Twitter and fa Facebook and other things to censure any criticism of COVID vaccines, even from medical doctors who had their questions. I think that's yes. the beginning. It's the, it's the crack in the dam here, and it's going to open up. And I think that's when even the mainstream media is going to have to acknowledge, and frankly, government, oopsies, we got a problem here. Uh, well, and it doesn't science require you to ask questions? I mean, in the old days, that's what science was, asking questions, testing theories, uh, and making sure that you're on the right track. That's not what science is anymore. Science is whatever government tells you it is. You're right. It is. And that's what's wrong. Because today in this politically correct environment, and we have this politically correct environment because the boardrooms and the major media and social media have all been captured by leftist thought. They say you can't ask those questions because the government says you can't. Because the government is the, I mean, who trusts the government now anymore? I mean, just again, look at the reaction to the IRS. Uh, thanks, Gary. Go Beavs. By the way, Biden oh, says, and uh, that he's going to tell House Republican he's going to veto any legislation targeting the IRS. Oh, there's a lot of ways to skin that cat, buddy. Like including it in other bills, which you wouldn't veto. Now, Paul wrote this great email to me about the fair versus the flat tax. And I want to share this with you because I think it is important. While I agree with you on no sales tax, I have to disagree with you on a flat income tax. I'm not a proponent of a flat income tax. It's better than the system we have today. But a better idea is a fair tax. Anyway, he says, my idea, and it's in essence the same as mine, would be a com complete rewrite of the tax code meaning there would be no special deductions, child tax credits, et cetera. Everyone just pays an equal percentage, maybe 3%, 
There would be no filing at the end of the year. You just pay your 3% and you go on with your life. I believe going in this direction, you eliminate most of the IRS agents and administration down to a workforce of maybe three or 5,000. Because the need for enforcement and audits would be pretty much nil. I know I'm leaving out a lot of details, but I'm sure you get what I mean. On another topic, what you talked about this morning about the fear of forcing everyone towards electricity, I think that is coming from what happened with Rocky Mountain Power in Wyoming last summer, where they selectively shutting people's air conditioning systems off using the homeowner's own smart thermostats. That's from Paul. Yeah, I utterly opposed to government having the ability to control my thermostat. They're called radio programmable thermostats. Now, what you have to watch for, it's the law, by the way, it's the code in California. You have to put one in your home. We have to watch for that here in America. Dumb thermostats that don't, that are, are not hooked to the internet in any way, shape, or form and cannot manipulate, cannot allow government to determine the temperature of my home. Now, the average person has to figure that out. Regarding the, uh, look, I am much in favor of a fair tax, which just says everybody pays a national sales tax. For me to get rid of the IRS and the Oregon Department of Revenue and having to file with them and have to worry about an audit and have to pay my CPA to go thousands of dollars, literally to, to sit in my place in an audit and defend me to the IRS. Yeah, I'll pay a little bit every year for that to not have to write big checks. Thankfully, I was profitable last year on my farm and I had to write a big check to both the IRS and the Oregon Department of Revenue. I would rather pay a little bit as I go through the year and not have to worry about any of that. Now, who would oppose that? Well, probably my CPA, <laughs> let's be honest, because they would lose a lot of business. They would lose, in essence, most of my business. I would rather have that than I would even a flat tax, because the system we have today can always be manipulated by even Republicans who get bought off. That was my comment to Ronnie last year. You can't trust Republicans because, at least in Oregon, they've shown they can be bought off, and it is true, they can also get bought off at the national. Let's just make it fair for everybody. We all pay the same. All right, folks, thanks for joining me today on Freedom Friday. Be blessed. Have a great weekend. See you Monday. Somebody.